1: This show happens each and every weekday, unless there's a national, uh, federal holiday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. No, it doesn't. Cause I'm an asshole. Ah, uh, fuck. This is how it's going to be today. And you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, if you're new to the show, this is a guy who will make you laugh and make you cry.
0: Some days you'll want to hug him, and some days you'll want to punch him in the face. But most importantly, if you disagree with something he says, don't worry. He'll change his mind in a couple Shut of up, days Bob.
1: anyway. And now here he is, Eric Zane. Kind of true. Uh, Frankly, I think that that's what uh, sets me apart from some of you stubborn idiots. Uh, The fact that I uh, I do change my mind from time to time. Uh, And I understand it sometimes makes me look like a schmuck. Am I here right now with hat in hand to say, hey, I've changed my mind? No, God, no. No, no, no. Uh, just welcome into the Eric Joe podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every uh, work day. Monday through Friday, as I said, uh, unless there's a national holiday, which is yesterday, Labor Day. Uh, okay, and who are the assholes that blow up fireworks on Labor Day? Boy, that was shocking. And I wasn't even here at the house. I was up at Fear Bunker North. I've described this as absolute remote wilderness. There's no one around me. I am I am smack dab in the middle of a ten-acre plot of land. There's a a thick jungle-like forest all around me. I can't express to you how fantastic this is because the plot, as I've indicated before, is just is wide open with one enormous 100 year old tree in the middle of it no trees in this little valley about the size of half of a football field then you step off of that into the woods and it's uh full on like a wall of trees it's not like it gradually becomes the woods it immediately is the densest forest in the world. It's like that scene where Homer falls into the corn, you know? Just disappears. It's dark in there all the time. It's awesome. So it was shocking as shit to be sound asleep on Sunday night, and here uh, it had to be like, you know, the, the world's biggest fireworks uh, uh, display. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? Holy shit, I'm in the middle of the woods. I'm thinking somebody's uh, getting ready to uh, flip over the freaking RV and uh, kill us. Shit, the dogs are freaking out. Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, is already about to snap half the damn time. Huh. So welcome, man. I'm already getting comments about, uh, about the uh, lighting. I changed the lighting on the show. Uh, it, it had been a little bit too dark for my liking, so I uh, changed it up, and uh, that all right is uh, already is um, leading uh, usual bits of uh, conversation. I don't know why that is the topic of conversation. The topic of conversation should be the fact that this show is not being enjoyed on Facebook, as over the weekend, I was escorted from the room out a seven day shutdown with a follow-up that says you are being notified that my god uh you are on, on the verge of being de for misbehaving and uh so i need to break this down with you in uh in just a little bit as to uh what went on there well it had to be something absolute i mean i had to have called somebody the n-word right Had to be that type of intimidation. We will find out what the hell I did. First of all, you need to know that um, this weekend was spectacular. Again, there is nothing I like more. This is going to sound, this always sounds ridiculous. Going up north to Fear Bunker North. And, uh, you know, the the only thing that I that I have to do is like I don't know, uh, chop down a tree, split some wood, uh, pick up some sticks. You know, it it's that ridiculous. I a lot of people when they have uh, a a a getaway place, and we're very fortunate to have that. They might bring up uh, you know uh, toys like uh, uh, side by sides or motorcycles, or in the winter time snowmobile. I don't have any of that shit. When people come up there with me. I sometimes feel bad because I don't do anything about the most extravagant thing we do when we're up north at Fear Bunker North is uh, go into town to get food, maybe to the hardware store, uh, light a have a campfire, play some bocce ball. That is it. And so when I bring someone up there, I sometimes... I'm like, ah, fuck, these people are bored. And um, so then I kind of feel bad. So when it's just the queen of the forest and myself, then yes. And uh, the NFK, Diana's brother-in-law, informed us that I don't want to go in case my knee starts to hurt. Whatever. That's good. I'm glad you didn't go because I don't want to smell you. Uh, So... Yeah, that's, that's basically it. What goes on up there? I, I, I swear to God, I build a fire to build a fire. Driving and crying. And then uh, pick up sticks. Uh, queen of the Forest reads a book. I go chop down a tree. That actually is hard work. You know, I bring down a tree in the middle of the woods. Then I cut it up into these uh, four-foot lengths and uh, haul it out of the woods. Then I got to cut it up in a small logs and I got to split the logs because you got to have campfire wood. Uh, note to self. Try not to cut down popples. I discovered that popple is a uh, hardwood. It's like the softest of the hardwoods, but it's still fucking hard. For an idiot like me trying to split a popple log. It's I got all these knots in it. That makes it even more strong. It's an absolute bitch and then you know you swing too hard miss the log the axe goes flying into your shin and you're gonna have to go to the hospital that didn't happen but man it was a total abortion god but holy shit it was great i just i i don't know what it is it's the serenity man i i'm hearing ravens and blue jays and turkeys and i'm like oh god the crackle of the fire absolutely fantastic it 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 duck fred bear said it cleanse the soul the cleansing was interrupted though because well first of all the queen of the forest was like i don't want to go i told you about that i'm going come on if i don't have you i don't have a good time man i'm telling you i mean she when you're when you're with the same person for as many years as i've been with diana You know, uh, we started dating in January of 89. My God. We're both instant. Well, I'm definitely institutionalized. What I mean by that is if she's not with me, I I don't have a good time. I don't, I don't hang out with many people at all. You know, about the only time I do any hanging out is when I do like a zaniac event with those friends. But it's, it's, uh, uh, if I'm in the in a, up north and she's not there, fuck! I'm like, uh, this is terrible. It's awful. So, all right. She goes up. She agrees, and uh, she was gonna just keep. Uh, she was gonna stay home and keep two of the dogs here. We got four, as you know. I go no. All the dogs want to go up there. They love it. And, man, this is a great thing because Benny, he, I mean, he normally is just so freaked out all the damn time, but he, he came out of his shell, and those four were playing. And then the the idea is uh, Jacqueline, my daughter, and Justin are going to bring their new adopted Frenchie, CeCe, to meet my dogs. Okay, this is the first time they've met. Perfect opportunity. Wide open space. So... They show up on Saturday. We got up there Friday night. Saturday they show up. They bring this little Frenchie out. And, uh, you know, the, the dog is as uh, docile and sweet as anything ever. But they were told that she, she doesn't really like to. She sometimes get, gets a little agitated when she's around other dogs, especially females. We have three males and a female. We bring out Bruce, this guy over my shoulder. Another Frenchie, one of hers, one of her type, you know, and we bring him out and, uh, bring these two face to face. And she immediately goes from being the sweetest, most cute dog ever to a fucking hellion and starts losing her mind. And she wants to bite his face and he's not really an alpha. Uh, he will defend himself, but he just wants to be her friend. So the poor little fucker's like, hey, how you doing, little sweetie? And then she starts, and his ears immediately lay flat. Now, this is a dog whose ears, they want to be up. They go down flat, you know? He looks like he's running through a windstorm. And he's like, oh, shit, I don't like this at all. The dog, and then finally she sniffs his dick a little bit and his butthole, and she's like, all right, but I fucking hate you. Stay away from me. So she's like kind of hating him, but we, we kind of got the impression that she may tolerate him over time, you know? And then we let out the queen be Daisy. We already predicted this was going to happen at this point, And uh, we were told that she doesn't, that uh, CC really, I mean, really doesn't like female dogs. And sure enough, Daisy comes out Now Daisy's a big, strong bulldog and the queen. I mean, but the weirdest thing happened. Cece went bananas and tried to bite out her throat. This little Frenchie. And Daisy normally would kick any dog's ass. You know, and so we got them both on a leash. And uh, we're going to see how, you, you know, as soon as the fight starts, we're going to separate them. But we know it's going to happen. Sure enough, Cece goes right for Daisy's face. And Daisy, though, it, I've never seen this before. She got intimidated. She was like, "Oh, come on! I actually wanted to get to know you. This is the first time ever, and you fucked it up." So we're like, "All right, that's it." Now that those two, Justin and Jackie, were gonna spend two nights there with their dog, that that means four humans and five dogs in an RV. Yes, that's true. Didn't happen though. They had to go home. End of their little getaway. You do not get to participate because your dog. So now they have, uh, they have finally found something wrong with this dog. It's, well, not, not really. I mean, the dog is just super, super. I guess the, what happened to Cece, Jackie's dog, was she got attacked by a couple of other dogs. And from that point forward, uh, she became traumatized. And now she's really reactionary to other dogs. Uh, that happened to, uh, who was it, Daisy? Was it Daisy or Lola? I think it was Daisy, uh, the dog that doesn't live down uh, lives. Uh, used to live down the street. Wiley attacked Daisy, and she. That's when she became aggressive. That does happen. So that was all fucked up, ruined everything. But uh, live and learn, I guess. I want to welcome you all here to the show. Now, normally the show is seen and heard at about eight a.m. Eastern time. I was a little bit today, uh, a little bit late today on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, of course YouTube, Facebook. I've been uh, shut down until, um, all, for all of this week. I, I won't be on Facebook at all this week. More on that in a second. But typically, Facebook is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Periscope, or Twitter, a Periscope video on uh, um, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. That's at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. If you would, follow the page, retweet the live stream of the snarky comment. Thank you. And then the almighty YouTube brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Thank you for being part of here. This show right now. As always, email me whenever you have any thoughts, any correspondence you want to say uh, in private or just want to drop me a line. Uh, the old, old school way of email is brought to you by Shoreliner Striping. Stripe the parking lot with Shoreliners. Shorelinersstriping.com. All right. And of course, the audio uploaded shortly after I finished this show. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, I'm on all of them. Uh, 90% of my uh, audio audience it, um, gets it via Apple Podcasts. And then I think second is um, Podcast Addict. I don't know. Then Castbox, and then Spotify. Actually, look at the stats. I I thought that uh, Spotify would be much higher, but it's like none of you even care. Well, it's because you got the big hitter, Joe Rogan, who it's kind of like what has led me to this banning on Facebook. I'll get to that in a second. I need water. Drink it if you got it. All right. Do I have a Stu's Facebook fight song on here? Facebook fight, Facebook fight, you are wrong and I am right. Facebook Facebook fight, Facebook fight, you are wrong and I am right, you are a stupid prick, you can suck my big fat dick, this is another Facebook fight, Hmm? oh, okay, as we get started here, I see Patriot Nick is uh, already, uh, Nick, shut up, okay? Uh, Just let me do the show. You fucking deliver the fuel, or whatever the fuck it is you do for a living. Okay? Eric talked smack and got clapped on Facebook. That about sums it up. Uh, Shut the fuck up, and why don't you eat 300 seconds? There you go. I just shoved it down your fucking bearded face throat. 300 seconds. Shut up. Some of you talk too much, okay? You're sitting there having a fucking conversation with each other while the goddamn master is doing the show. Shut up! I am the master of ceremonies. You are the audience, okay? Do not fucking reveal my stories. I don't give a shit how many you think know about what happened. Shut up! Hollywood's world of sports, Uh, you're ugly, and you're getting 300 seconds, too. Eric, you talk too much. Well, it's my job. Eat 300 seconds. By the way, Kyla wrote to me, hey, uh, on Friday, why don't you eat 640,000 seconds? Because I guess that's how many it is uh, for the uh, Facebook banning. At, uh, that 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 uh, that I get. Jason Schaefer says we are like abuse victims here. Negative attention is still attention. Kenny says you guys are making me look good today. Yeah, let me just get out in front of this and give you three hundred two just because you deserve it. Uh, y- in fact, you you deserve one every single day, and I'm just giving it to you now because you're gonna fucking get one later. Bonnie writes, calm down, Opie, and get to the story. All right, all right, don't call me that. Bonnie is no doubt new. Uh, fuck. That's a great thing to say. Calm down, Opie, and get to the story. So this is how it unfolded. All I wrote was this, and, you know, we're in a day and an age where if you say something on Facebook uh, and and you, you uh doesn't matter what side uh, that that you're on. Whenever I say anything on Facebook, I usually go after the left and I go after the right, and I make no bones about it. If you fucked up, you're going to get it. And in my opinion, Joe Rogan's a fucking asshole. Why? Because... When he did his stupid Instagram to his 90 million people that follow him or or whatever, his stupid remark of, yeah, hey, yeah, I had COVID and I got some monoclonal antibodies or whatever the fuck it is, and I took took ivermectin, and uh, now I feel great. My problem is, it isn't so much that he took ivermectin. It's that he just throws it out there. And what he has to understand is, and what most of you idiots don't understand, is that most people, a lot of people, are stupid. Really fucking stupid. So when Joe, when Joe Rogan says, yeah, go take some ivermectin, you have any idea how stupid that is? Because so many people are just going to go and get ivermectin and not have any idea of uh, a, uh, what is the correct ivermectin because there are, there are uh, uh, veterinary purposes, and that's a different medicine than the one that is prescribed by a doctor. And the one that is prescribed by a doctor is a minute dose, like three milligrams or less, in order to do what it's supposed to do To get rid of parasites. No one has any idea. No one at all. The effectiveness of ivermectin on COVID. It's just not there. No one has any idea. And... It's remarkably easy to overdose on ivermectin because, like I said, that dose of three milligrams is nothing. So you're going to get the average fucking buttfuck driving around in a truck This says, don't tread on me on one side and Confederate flag on the other and fuck Biden on the other side. He's going to take like a whole handful of my fucking Skittles and just shove them in his mouth. And then he's going to fucking be dead or in the hospital. His kids are going to be crying. Oh, my God. Holy shit. So that was my point. So when I write pie face, meathead, anti-va- uh, anti-vax podcaster, slight, slightly more popular than me, which is a joke, obviously. The whole thing's a fucking troll. Encourages jamming horse parasite remover into your body as treatment. Click for stupidity. All right. That was absolutely a fucking troll. But I mean it. I mean, I mean what I say. I think Joe Rogan's a fucking idiot. Uh, I think he's incredibly talented, and his show is unbelievably popular. But if I saw him on the street, I'd say, yeah, you're, that was a fucking stupid thing to do. That was a dumbass thing to say. Absolutely. I'd never see Joe Rogan on the street. I'll never have an interaction with him ever again. I did actually talk to him back in the radio days. Nice guy. Really, really nice guy. But this is fucking stupid. So that's all it takes to get these assholes hot and bothered like you wouldn't believe. And here's the thing. I go out of my way to troll on Facebook all the time in an effort to get a charge, get a reaction, have fun, get people worked up. And every single time I get the same type of attacks, people accusing me of being a piece of shit and a loser because I got fired from radio from a a show that has a whole bunch of fucking stiffs on it that nobody has any idea what the fuck they're doing. And uh, I say, I speak my mind on the radio, I get fired, and now I'm a fucking loser. Okay, great. So here's how it goes. The one that I need to get to, I mean, it's remarkable what I can pull out of people with a post like that. Remarkable. This guy named Mark, who doesn't live far from me, listen to this. The dramatics here. This is one of those long kiss goodbye fucking emails or comments. Zane, I've followed you throughout your ordeals and have been in your court over the past several years. Your openness and willingness to share yourself with your audience was so brave, and my heart broke to see how you struggled. Now, I am not exactly sure what the fuck he is talking about there. He makes it seem like i beat heroin or something like that i don't know i i think probably the most alarming thing that i've ever revealed was that when i got fired i thought on two moments in my brain about i thought about suicide that was it since then i got some counseling i take prescription medication and it's all good and i am fine outside of uh i'm not sure and I don't know, getting fired? I I don't know. This guy's making it very, very dramatic. I like genuine people. And you always seemed like such a good egg. All right. I hope you're doing well. And your career is looking up. But this transition to shock jockery (laughs) seems so out of character the Zane I got to know over the years. Maybe these are your true colors, but to me, I feel it's a total act to get ratings. Whatever I am not any fucking ratings. The only ratings I get is dollars and cents, so whatever the fuck. There does always exist the possibility it's all a goof, and I'm just not in on it. And that wouldn't be the first time I miss the boat on a joke. Regardless, it's disheartening to read this stuff, and I really hope. You're more intelligent than what you're letting on here. Uh, I, I don't know. True colors. Uh, Fucking rip an organ out of my body and give it to a guy I haven't seen in 32 years. Uh, I, Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a real asshole to me. What the fuck is wrong with you? What a fucking dramatic twat that is. And I, I told him, psycho, dude. What a what a uh, uh, self-indulgent, overdramatic piece of garbage this is. I actually said, I go seriously, do yourself a favor, take a hike. Do not, do not, uh, a lot of these people who see these posts, they don't actually listen to the show. They have no idea. They just see it written down, and then they're like, oh, my God, he's a loose cannon. He's a fucking hothead. He's this, uh, Fuck, I don't know. I'm a fucking dad who sits here and talks for two hours every day. What the fuck do you want me to do? It's a show. You fucking asshole Thomas, uh, writes this. And a lot of these people are beating me up about being fired from radio six fucking years ago. Like I'm sitting here dwelling on that. Fuck time to to, to turn the page. You dumb bitch. Oh, look, someone that ran his mouth and got fired from a nationally syndicated radio program and now quote podcast from his attic. Has an opinion. I better listen to what he has to say about something he has no background in. Oh, yeah. Because Joe Rogan does. You asshole. On second thought, hard pass. Alex. Okay. What uh, Something else that I love is people who just don't get the joke. When I write, he's slightly more popular. How can you miss that? There's... Joe, Joe Rogan is not slightly more popular than anybody. He's with a landslide. He's marvelously more popular than everybody, okay? There's no mistaking that or denying it. That was a joke. Alex writes, slightly more popular. <laughs> You're about one-sixteenth of popularity since you were properly replaced. Properly replaced on Free Beer and Hot Wings. Uh, David follows up with, it's way worse than that, LOL. He's a negative loser that keeps digging to try and stay relevant. Fuck. Why are you guys even weighing in on this? Why are you following my page in the first place? None of these people look familiar. I, I, I very, I, I have a pretty good handle as to who is listening to the show. Uh, at least on, on Facebook. I mean, it's not like there are a ton of people. I realize that that's, that's never been something that I've hung my hat on as a big audience on fucking Facebook and who gives a shit. Uh, let's see. Jason writes, uh, and on that note, I'm out faster than when you, then free got rid of you, which is actually pretty funny. Regis Thompson. Who is a regular on Zaniacs United, and I cannot figure Regis out. He's kind of a troll himself. I can't figure out his, if he's even a fan of the show or not he's uh He's quite active in fact, he's the guy who picked a fight with Kenny of all people who probably deserves another three hundred seconds right now who picked a fight with Kenny's daughter, I think uh, young lady and and got her extremely agitated i I, I think Regis is kind of hated by a lot of members of the audience. He writes, take it easy on Zayn. Everyone everyone is entitled to their opinion. We need to take into account that Zayn is one bad break away from doing movie trailer reaction videos on YouTube. Actually pretty funny there, Regis. Uh, William writes. So a dude that got fired from Freebird and Hot Wings wants to run his mouth about Joe Rogan while thinking he's remotely comparable to Rogan fame-wise. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, first of all, who cares about getting fired? This is what I do now, and it it seems to be working out okay. I'm very happy. But, but uh, and no, I know I'm not even remotely in the same conversation as Joe Rogan. It was a fucking joke. People are stupid that read these things, and they're stupid who weigh in like this. Thank God the audience that's enjoying the show live right now. A lot of you guys uh, don't agree with me on a lot of the things I say, but you're a thick-skinned bunch who understand that there's, uh, there's a little bit of showbiz involved in a lot of uh, my views on the world. And, uh, that's the way it is. You, you have to come into a room and make a fucking stance. You have to say it the way I say it. If you don't, nobody fucking even pays attention to you. Nicholas writes, Eric Zane was once a radio, uh, personality making upwards of a hundred thousand dollars a year. After losing the good gig and failing to have radio success on his own, he fell into podcasting, limo driving, and RV sales to make ends meet. So he is, I haven't sold an RV yet. He is uh, most known for beating dead horses and trying too hard to pretend he is ranting when it's really just repeating the same thing three (laughs) three to five times. You got me right. You did figure that out. You win the prize. So, my God, what a bunch of bitches. Oh. Patriot Nick says, Eric, wearing that troll crown while calling others trolls is hilarious. Well, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, Joey says, I love what you're talking about, trolls, when you're the ultimate troll. Um, Chris. Kay wrote, how did they not get the slightly more popular joke? I don't know. I don't know, my friends. (laughs) Let's see. Regis is a high-level mutant. I like him very much. All right. If you guys say so. Patriot Nick says, to be fair, Rogan has far more access to experts than Eric does uh yeah maybe but i don't think he puts them on because the fucking idiots that he puts on uh are idiots okay uh don't ever think for a second that rogan has any more chops when it comes to talking about shit than i am he admits it himself i'm a fucking cage fight announcer all right uh kenny again begging for 300 seconds Always, by default, writes, I'm surprised Eric knew about the Regis argument. You called me about it, dummy. With Rachel, he apologized, though. Kent, drop the E out of you, writes, hey, Zane, didn't you get fired from radio? Yeah, yeah, exactly, Kent. I, I, I get it. I, I get that joke. You're, you're absolutely right. That is what they say to me on a regular basis. They say that to me all the fucking time. Oh, you got fired from radio. Yeah, thank God. Thank God I was fired from radio. You know what you do on the radio these days nothing you sit there you either play music and become irrelevant or you do a show that uh you don't really say anything you just go on the air there and you kind of like uh come up with fake conflict uh read ask amy uh boring shit like that that is what radio has become because of the uh cancellation vibe that is in the world today but uh canceled from facebook i am shut down and i am on the verge of Of being uh shut out completely where that platform is going away and what uh going to go away and what is remarkable remarkable about all of this is on my patreon on friday i should probably just get this out of the way right now i said i talked about the uh the mystery of the eric zane show podcast self-fulfilling prophecy if i think it enough to some degree it doesn't happen exactly, but it does happen to some degree. This has happened many times, and I'm not even fucking joking here. That if I think about something, it seems like it's not even that far-fetched. But if I keep thinking about it, I tend to almost like like a moth to flame gravitate towards it. It's happened numerous times. Don't want to bore you with the times that it's happened. But this is fucking nuts. On Sunday, on Sunday, God, on Friday, on the Patreon, I predicted that I will somehow be canceled uh, from all of my other extracurricular endeavors. My PA work that I do for the hockey team, the basketball team, I predicted that somebody is going to um, seek me out and cancel me. That brings me to then later in the day when all of that was going on on Facebook. I referred to one of those people who are telling me to go fuck myself and calling me an asshole and, and uh, treating me like shit. One guy said parasites and viruses are the same thing. I said, they're not. We got into an argument and I said to him, you are nothing. I, uh, I I said, look at this, read this, you dumb white ape, which is an insult. I throw at people all the time. You dumb white gorilla, you dumb white ape. All of a sudden, I get the warning, the guy who I referred to as a dumb white ape, uh, reported it. And this is how it goes. And I, is something as silly as they're, they're ca- telling me to fuck off and all this shit and nothing happens to them. I call some guy a dumb white ape. He reported it and Facebook immediately responded and said, you referred to someone as a dumb white ape. You're out for seven days. You can try to dispute it, and I I, I did. I hit dispute, and uh, it says uh, a context of uh, of what, I mean, all I want to say was I said white, okay? I said white. All they see is ape and dumb or something. I have no idea. They probably think I'm a racist or some shit, but that was it, seven days. Now, I am just, I am pretty confident that the trolls that are out there, uh, that don't like me. They, they don't realize that, that this does affect my livelihood to some degree and they want nothing more than to me, uh, for me to be shut down. So I'll just tell you right now, um, always be prepared. If I start a show and you don't see me on Facebook, uh, just have the YouTube feed at the ready and the, or the, uh, Periscope video on Twitter at the ready, because that's about the only thing I can do. Uh, I suspect that, uh, hell they could probably go back now and look at anything in the past and uh it's going to happen i am going to lose that uh and that bumps me out so uh that's okay we'll build the audience on youtube uh even even more so than what than what it is perfect opportunity to uh, make sure that you go there and uh be able to follow that because in the event that this does go away permanently and i i i don't know how it won't uh eric can't you have control well yeah i guess but seriously when you're, when you're in these discussions, and I didn't even say it to be mean. I think I said it to somebody who was uh, actually someone who, I, uh, who, who does troll me quite a bit, and it's a lot of give and take. Facebook does not take that into account. Um, you can go ahead and be Joe Rogan and throw up your misinformation and your lies up there, and not a fucking thing happens to you. But if uh, a fucking Ham like me calls somebody a dumb white ape, I'm shut down. That's it. Nothing more I can do about that. So that, in a nutshell, is the Facebook fight. Ed, bum me out, man. I I don't like that. Uh, When you're a guy like me and uh, you don't have, you know, uh, the biggest, I mean, my platform consists of all these uh, things that I am very dependent on. Uh, Now, the lion's share of what uh, people who consume the Eric's Angel podcast is the audio podcast. So, as always, please make sure you subscribe to the audio podcast that does help so i don't know we shall see but i am not optimistic i think that after i get back on uh on friday on facebook it uh from that point it's just a matter of time the the canceling uh will take place a perfect opportunity for me to uh press upon you to get it yourself an Eric Zane Show podcast T-shirt. I have merchandise available, ericzaneshow.com, and that's where you can find everything about my show, Facebook, Twitter, merch, the audio podcast. It's all there, EricZaneshow.com. Get a T-shirt. The open and the live stream brought to you by uh, key sponsors that I've worked very hard to uh, get over the years. Thank you so much. Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com buy online for anything you need for growing anything that you grow vegetables flowers the best cannabis in the world it's getting close to harvest time right now and you need you know the correct medium to grow things you need uh, containers you need fertilizer you need hydroponics equipment get it at Hi- uh, horizon right over there horizon z e n hydroponics.com Uh, Shipped anywhere in the United States uh, for free, orders $250 and over. And then use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout, and you will save 10%. All right, there you go. Uh, Don't forget about uh, my pals Kyle and Emilio. If you are in the West Michigan neighborhood of this podcast, and you need a dumpster, call upon dumpster divers. Their dumpsters are different. I know it's like, Jesus, how can there be a difference in dumpsters? No, there absolutely is. Theirs are more compact. They're not, they don't fill up your entire driveway. You can get them into a tight, tight space. Maybe you're downtown with uh, with an apartment. Maybe you got a demolition going on, junk removal, whatever it may be. A much shorter, compact uh, dumpster uh, holds the same amount because the walls are high. You open up a big ass door and throw all your shit in, close a fucking door, they pick it up at the truck, and you're done. Call or text 616-375-9962 dumpster divers llc.com and then for this batch of amazing sponsors irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and e v again west michigan based you have a trusted source to get your vehicles repaired you don't believe me go to their website and that's e r v i n e s.com irvine's.com and check out their Google reviews. These are all people who don't have a podcast, who just felt compelled to write a great review about this amazing business as they inch their way as close as they possibly can on law of averages towards five stars. I don't think it's possible to get an exact five star if you have one that's less than five, but they're, it's like percentage points. They're doing awesome there. Reach out to them at 616-532-6600 if you have a domestic, Asian, or European model vehicle, anything but a Volkswagen. Take your vehicles for everything from an oil change to a wheel alignment, whatever it may be, or something more intricate or involved in the work. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I want to welcome in anybody who's enjoying this podcast who just found out about me because of Compound Media. They tweeted out to their 60-plus thousand followers on Twitter that the pilot of the Eric Zane show is available in collections. So if you subscribe to compound media and you go to collections and then click on pilot shows, there I am the Eric Zane show. It's not a lot. It's not uh, different, uh, that different than what I'm doing here, except if you've uh, followed my show for a long time, uh, I, I spent a little time getting the audience of compound media caught up in just a handful of minutes as to who I am, what I do and why I do it here. And uh, then I basically shot the shit with them for another 35, 40 minutes. And then I, uh, I did it all. I uh, sent it off to E-Rock, and I go, here you go. And then uh, poor E-Rock, who has just been through the ringer. Uh, he, is, uh, of course, runs Anthony's network at Compound Media with the Anthony Cumia Show and all the other ama- uh, amazing shows that are on there. E-Rock has been under a lot of stress lately. He's, um, First of all, he is a new father recently, so there's that. And then, um, well, shit at the fan when, uh, uh, Fez died from the Ron and Fez show, very dear friend of, of all those uh, dudes on compound. I, I, I did not know Fez, but I knew uh, of him and I actually listened to him when I lived in Jersey, when I listened to the Ron and Fez show, uh, unbelievably talented and lovable man, uh, in, in, uh, in radio and, and, uh, in satellite radio. And, uh, he passed away as a really, really close friend of, uh, V rock. So that was bumming him out. And, uh, so I, I didn't know what to do because uh, I, I was just hoping and praying that they would post the pilot if it was any good. Because, you know, ultimately he's going to watch it. And if it sucks dick, he's not going to post it. So, you know, I just did what I do and said, this is it. I hope I hope it works. And then the shit at the fan, because that fucking storm went through and it flooded out. e rocks like his residence, like a ton of damage. So all of this stuff happens to the poor guy and uh he still managed to uh get it done and get it posted yesterday and i'm very very thankful for that that's a great opportunity uh for your old pal eric you know um i consider wins for the podcast when uh, I, I get one new listener when one person signs up on patreon or someone who uh didn't know me finds my show and sends me an email that's a huge thing in my book so when you're on that level uh, to have Compound Media post your show is fucking huge. So, you know, I post that there and in hopes that they would let me do that again. So, if you do, if you did enjoy that show, uh, hell, even if you didn't, if you would, please lie and reach out to E Rock in one way, shape, or form and let them know, hey, man, this guy's great. <laughs> Bring him back. We want him to do another show because if I'm in front of that audience too, as well as this audience, that helps your old pal Eric Zane. So thank you very much. And yes, I am well aware that Joe Rogan is very, very tight with that group. and that. Uh, but still, I don't give a shit. I thought it was a bullshit thing to say. Yeah, eat your ivermectin. Sorry, you were wrong in doing that. It's approved for human use. Yeah, I know, but not COVID, dumb dumb. Jesus. We're all going to die, by the way. The Mu which I keep wanting to say Mu, but it's Mu. Uh they've decided to name all these variants uh Greek alphabets. So you had uh Delta and now Mu Mu is the new one that uh the I don't know how they discover this shit, but the idea that uh it may be like able to completely defeat the vaccine. Like if you have the vaccine, you is like, ah, fuck it. We don't give a shit. We're just going to go kill you. Oh my God. It's, it's like, when is, I don't, uh, I don't have an answer, but it's enough to make me feel desperate. It really is. When I start hearing that there's now even more variants that could eventually kill us, whether you have a vaccine or not. And if that's the case, fuck, I don't know. Give me some ivermectin. I'll just eat a bar, a bar of it like it's fucking candy. I'll take the paste and just squirt it into my eyes. Uh, There was some football over the weekend. I barely followed uh, any of it, but the uh, college games went on. Let's see. Alabama won. Uh, Notre Dame won over Florida State. South Carolina got their asses kicked by Georgia. Ohio State beat Minnesota. The thing that comes up from the Ohio State game is a guy by the name of uh, Haskell Garrett. He's a defensive end for the Ohio State. And he comes flying around the end, virtually untouched. And uh, there's a fumble. The quarterback from Minnesota drops the ball. This guy picks it up and... Uh, Haskell Garrett goes in to score. This is the immortal Gus Johnson with the call. Play fake. Morgan in trouble. Stripped. Loose. Picked up.
0: Ohio State's got it. Touchdown Haskell the Rascal. Garrett. Buckeyes guys come up with the huge turnover.
1: Nice. So, then the next thing he says during the extra point, He's talking about Haskell Garrett a little bit more. And the way this was posted, uh, there was an article that went around with uh, Gus Johnson in rare form because people write, man, I did not expect this to come flying out of Gus Johnson's mouth. Their are of the extra point. And uh, Gus Johnson gives a little bit of insight as to what the last year has been like for this dude, Haskell Garrett. I apologize for the audio quality. It's shit. Somebody shot a video uh, of their TV to get th- – this audio so you have to pay attention here's a young man that was shot in the face last year trying to break up a domestic dispute here's a young man that was shot in the face last year
0: here's a young man that was shot in the face last year
1: trying to break up a domestic dispute uh yeah i guess that that did happen uh haskell garrett was uh something was going down and he's like got in there and some dude pulled out a pistol and the guy got shot right in the kisser and and somehow lived it just sounded ridiculous to hear him just throw that in you're, you're expecting here haskell garrett second year player so and so they've uh the buckeyes have uh a lot of high hopes on this guy but what a play by garrett but no play no fake. instead we get uh you got shot in the face here's a young man that was shot in the Try to break up a domestic dispute oh my god all right so there you go michigan beats the shit out of western michigan my I, I tweeted western's gonna win i have no idea i have no fucking clue and at one point it was like 10-7 michigan and then michigan kicked their ass i look like an asshole I said that Huge uh, hacked my page. All oh, right, right. Boy, I'm, I'm looking at my face, and I don't know if I can handle the light. People are like, Eric, you look like you're squinting. Yeah, I kind of do. The light is just burning right into my eyes. I have got to get this figured out. This is definitely not a professional operation at its best. It's uh, It's far from it. All right. Then there's, uh, let's see, I talked about, uh, talked about compound, talked about uh, football over the weekend. Uh, plenty more to get to. Uh, meanwhile, I do want to talk about a, uh, a mention to my friends over at Affordable Limousine that want you, if you have a CDLB with passenger endorsement, it's time to look for a new job, one that pays you quite a bit more than what you're making. Okay, buscareers.com is the website you need to go to. If you have a CDL and maybe you're driving a freaking uh, cement truck, maybe you're driving a school bus with a bunch of screaming kids, maybe public uh, transportation with a bunch of crackheads in the back of the fucking bus, screw that. Wouldn't it be nice if you could make, oh, I don't know, twice the amount of money on a job where the boss reaches out and says, hey, uh, can you do this one? Uh, ah, no, I'm going to skip that one. Okay, thanks. No problem. That's how you get your schedule, okay? You can work as much as you want or as little as you want. When you go to buscareers.com in West Michigan with affordable limousine, buscareers.com, if you have a CDLB with passenger endorsement, you need to explore this. It's just a form. You fill out who you are, what you uh, well, what you have, and then they go, all right, and they reach out to you, and they, uh, they, they then take over, and they, they want to hear from you, okay? They are hiring. They are expanding the business. They're trying to grow affordable limousine. They have nearly 40 buses, shuttles, trolleys, limousines, uh, those gigantic Hummers you can drive. They have it all. I, I mean, I do this as a side hustle. And um, you can do, like, corporate events. You can transport college or high school teams uh, if in the afternoon. You don't have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn. I mean, seriously. they uh, Weddings. And then this is how it works. You you earn the great wage per hour, okay? But then at the end of the trip, people just start throwing money at you. I mean, seriously. they like, ah, oh, here you go. it's 20. This guy gives you 50. This guy gives you 100. You just take the fat stacks and you stuff it in your pocket, and then you don't tell Uncle Sam who's to know it's awesome my gosh seriously this is an amazing job get out of that rat race nine to five shithole that you're being uh overworked and underpaid for and go see my friends at affordable limousine if you have a cdlb with passenger endorsement right now stop what you're doing and go to buscareers.com okay uh before i uh Uh, Get to my next uh, set of topics that I want to get to. Frank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance is is just incredible. This is a service that is 100% free to the listeners of this show. And you're thinking, what the hell do I need Frank Fuss for? What is he? He is a licensed insurance broker. Now, no matter where you are, if you have insurance, even if you don't have insurance, Frank is what you need to do is is or what you need to do is call Frank, or reach out to him at buyinsurancehere.com. I'm doing a terrible job at explaining this, but here's how it works: If you buy insurance on the marketplace, don't do this alone. Okay, you're getting ready to. Uh, we're getting to the point where you have to uh, uh, re-enroll. You know, open enrollment. Uh, have Frank take care of all that. It's free. He does that for me. I'm also in a spot right now where I have to by law use my wife's insurance because the government says ah yeah you know if you uh, if you have access to to full coverage insurance you cannot use you cannot buy it on the exchange so i have to transition not like my sexuality i'm not becoming a woman uh, i'm transitioning from marketplace insurance to employer insurance through my wife's new employer frank does all that medicare you're getting ready or you or someone you know is getting ready to turn 65 years old in the next 6 months you got to uh call frank he takes care of everything for you you don't want to go this alone trust me go to buyinsurancehere.com that's buyinsurancehere.com to get more information again it's just a form fill it out and off you go god bless gift of life michigan I want you to fill out your donor card because I want you to give away your organs if you croak. In the unlikely event uh, that you pass away, your organs can save eight lives. Go to uh, giftoflifemichigan.org and uh, fill out the donor form. Best way to do it is go to ericsaintshow.com. Click on their logo. Looks just like that one right there. And then off you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mike Williams is dead you ever seen the show The Wire on HBO, this is one of the uh, first shows that you needed to binge watch. The Wire. Um, if you love drama, The Wire was fucking it. It was dramatic before anything dramatic. Great, great show. And he played the character Omar. He was kind of like a Robin Hood type of thief. And uh, excellent, excellent uh, work by uh, Mike, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams and uh 54 years old dead in his uh brooklyn apartment that's very very sad the early rumors or suggestions are he might have had an issue with some type of substance it was reported earlier and then it kind of disappeared that there was something to do with uh, drug paraphernalia next to his body uh, you may not, I mean, I, I didn't, I watched the wire, but not like I watched, I didn't watch the entire series. So I, 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 I know the character, but <clears throat> I wasn't as connected to the character or the show as, as, as what a lot of you were, but I did watch every freaking minute, minute of the HBO series boardwalk empire. Oh my God. And I love that show and his character. Uh, in the, he was in, uh, the leader of the black Atlantic city gang, his character, Chucky e. white, Oh my God. Amazing performances. If you want to see, I mean this is uh I, I, I think that if you can get an idea of uh, how quality of an actor he was, because if you stand by, I gotta sneeze. Ah, shit! If you if you uh were to uh on YouTube just write uh if you okay, Chalky White scenes. That was his character's name, Chalky White uh you'll see uh, like there's there's the uh dinner scene the chalky white dinner scene and man you can cut the tension with a knife he's there with his family and he's like got a ton of money and chalky come his character that michael williams played came from the south well it came from texas and uh his dad was uh killed by the kkk and uh you know he's got a real chip on his shoulder, obviously. Because of that, and this is taken. This takes place in the Depression era. After it was just after World War I, The setting for this, and uh, he's uh, through his criminal activity, he's got a ton of wealth. And every person in his family, except him, is extremely, uh, shall we say, cultured and uh, prim and proper. His his wife is 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 like that, and his kids are all uh, uh, very uh, well educated and rounded and he is full-on ghetto, okay? And it's an unbelievable uh, a dichotomy of his family. And, man, just some of the shit that happens, all you have to do, even if you've never watched a minute of the show, were to click on any of those scenes, the dr- man, the dramatic elements of the character Chalky White from the film, from the series Boardwalk Empire, and I highly recommend that series. If you, if you like gangster films... Uh, this is uh, obviously uh, episodic for several years. Steve Buscemi, he plays uh, Nucky Thompson, and it's uh, it's just great. I cannot say enough about that. But this guy's dead. Played Omar Little on The Wire. Uh, there was a he's got a scar that goes from the top of his hair from the bottom of right where his hairline is. A scar that goes straight down his forehead, like splits his head like a fucking Klingon and goes down his nose all the way down to his cheek. I mean, it is a huge scar. Seal takes a look at Michael Williams' face and says, man, your face is fucked up. He got into a big bar fight uh, on Jamaica Avenue in New York on his 25th birthday, and some asshole pulled out a straight razor and ran it the length of his fucking face. But that worked out because here he is. He's ble- bleeding like a stuck pig and uh, finally gets to the hospital and they, they stitch him up. But that scar became his signature feature resulted in offers to perform as a quote thug in music videos and modeling opportunities, like noted photographers, with noted photographers uh, like David LaChapelle. Don't know. David LaChapelle. One of his first acting gigs uh, was alongside Tupac Shakur as High top, the brother and henchman to Shakur's drug kingpin Tank, in the 1996 film Bullet. Shakur uh, reportedly decided on Williams for the role after spotting a Polaroid photograph of him in a production studio. I was like going back and looking here on how these people got their breaks, you know, um, there was something else that, um, was interesting about him. About how he got his start. I think he was, uh, going to college at some like great school. Yeah. He was, um, First of all, he worked for Pfizer Pharmaceuticals as a temp. And then he saw a music video. And he was motivated to quit school and leave his job. The music video, Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. So he like quit school and his job and said, I'm going to become an actor and a dancer. The family said, you're fucking nuts. Uh, during that year in which he was intermittently homeless, Williams visited record labels and dance studios looking for work, gets a job as a background singer or a background dancer with the singer Kim Sims, which led to more work as a dancer in music videos and on tours with George Michael and Madonna, as well as modeling work. Can you imagine if like the day before the the day that he got slashed, he's like, man, I'm, uh, my modeling career is taking off. They, they love my perfect face. Oh! Shit. But that's, uh, that's quite interesting. Uh, the dude kind of had the world by the balls, but, uh, that was it yesterday. He was discovered by his, uh, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn by his nephew. No cause has been disclosed, though, the, his death is reportedly being investigated as a drug overdose. Ah, fuck. This is what I talked about. You know, uh, you, when it comes to so many people who have substance abuse issues, whether it's alcohol, drugs is a little bit kind of a, a different animal. Meth, heroin, fuck, God be with those. What a what a torture. You know what? I think you you have to say that people who beat meth and heroin are some of the strongest people on the planet. I have no idea what the fuck this guy's drug of choice was. But just as a general rule, I mean, those those drugs mutilate your chemistry and your body and make you a fucking different soul. You think differently when you are addicted to those things. It becomes your world. Okay? Oh. God bless the meth heads and the heroin addicts. They need all the fucking help in the world. Man. So fifty four year old Michael Williams, rest in peace. All right. I'm actually going to leave some links to uh, uh, amazing scenes from Boardwalk Empire that I just love. Actually, laid late in bed last night and walked, uh, watched scenes of chalky white, which is uh, what my face looks like with this fucking light here in my face. The lighting had been bad, but I think, I don't know, it's just too bright. Hang on. Uh, Mike uh, writes, Booze does that too. Yeah, I know. I know it does that, but to me, it... Uh, I think it's, I don't know, it just seems tougher to me. When you're injecting stuff into your body, you're breathing it into your lungs. Hang on a second, I gotta turn this fucking light still looks like shit <laughs> okay right now my skin is as brown as a mexican uh but it looks in the winter time when it turns pale white oh that's going to be really rough i'm gonna look like a damn ghost that just goes to, to show you i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing here on this show none throw a light up throw a camera you gotta show anybody can do this shit my god Okay, so let's uh, move on. When I got this story, I said, please don't let this be an old story. Uh, Please don't let this be fake, because I love it too much. This happened in Cookville, Tennessee, which I believe is where we were for the latest tennessee zaniac meetup right story is dated uh the 2nd of september 2021 so just happened speaking of drugs and uh mental issues enter 39 year old tyson gilbert from cookville tennessee well Something went wrong, and uh, cops were turned on to uh, old Tyson, and uh, they were following him, uh, trying to get him to pull over. I'm gonna give you a uh, a look at at, uh, at uh, Tyson Gilbert. Hopefully, this won't wreck any any of the story, and hopefully, none of you will uh, will uh, wreck the story. Uh, looking at you, Patriot Nick. That's a quick way to get 300 seconds. Don't do it. Okay, this is Tyson Gilbert. You get an idea of what the hell that guy looks like. So what the hell could he have done? Oh, boy, this is rough. He was um, uh, driving his car, and uh, he was eventually pulled over on Interstate 40. When the cops uh, walked up, they, they knew there was trouble. They knew that uh, they, they thought that he had thrown something out of the window, like uh, a bag of drugs, which you see all the time. You know, all right, man, get rid of the evidence. Well, he did, in fact, throw something out of the window. But then um, when, when, they, when they walk up to the car, they got him to stop because they put the spike strips down. And Tyson Gilbert uh, went over them and, uh, all right, you know, the, the disabled the vehicle. cops get this guy finally to pull over uh the the state trooper trooper johnson approaches the car and uh they ended up walking up to him he turned off on old liberty road came to a stop he opened the door and well unfortunately he was nude so he has no pants on and they're like holy shit and then they also notice that he's bleeding so he's been injured somehow uh, some of you are probably putting this together. Uh, he was bleeding from the from the the, the, the waist area. Um, well, Tyson said voices on the radio told him to hurt himself and then the cops realized that what they saw flying out of the window of the car was Tyson Gilbert's dick. Tyson had grabbed a knife when the cops were trying to pull him over and cut his dick off, rolled it down the window and threw it out the window. The voices on the radio told him if he cut his own dick off and threw it out of the window of the car while the police are chasing him, that it would save the world. Okay. This is just another reason why, you know, police officer is the hardest job that there could ever be. I mean, it's, it's rivaled only by like firemen who, who, who runs into burning buildings or, or whatever, but this is ridiculous. They finally get this fucking idiot to pull over. That's when they realize there's trouble. Uh, and, and there's no word about the dick. I mean, that's, I, I, I want, I, I scoured this article. I need to know if a cop there's like, okay, low man of the, who's the rookie. Yeah, I want you to go driving down the road uh, and, and keep an eye out for this guy's dick. And then if you find it, I mean, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. You're, like, hoping you don't. And then if you do find the dick, you can either say, oh, I didn't, I never saw the dick. Or, or you know, you you actually find it and you have to pick up the guy's dick. I, I would think that, uh, you know, a family that got stuck on the railroad tracks in the minivan, a husband-wife with a uh, family. Uh, triplet infants getting smashed by a train and and fucking flying through the air would be less of a traumatic thing to discover than this guy's dick oh my god jesus he was stopped and arrested and uh that was that Facebook users who commented on Gilbert's predicament painted a picture of a tormented and aggressive man. Yeah, I guess so. I work with this guy. He is not a good person. Said one user. He almost hit me with his truck at the job site. Another user described his predicament as tragic. Having found out that Gilbert had previously been arrested and uh, charged with several offenses in Cookville. Tragic. Whatever. Uh, It talks about his history, but no word on the dick. It says the investigation into Wednesday's incident is still ongoing. But my God. Jesus. Man. Uh, Kenny writes, good thing I quit commenting about the light. He'd never adjusted it. He would have just yelled at me and thrown me in a timeout. Well, guess what? Eat 300. When are you going to learn? No one cares about your dumb fucking comments. Shut up. Tarantula Farmer writes, he's going to be real pissed when he sobers up. The Duchess of New Jersey says, trust me, those po-po were not finding his dick. Yeah, I can't seem to find it. Uh, in reference to John Wayne Bobbitt yeah that was similar because if you remember that story the crazy bitch that cut off his dick she took it with him and then threw it out the car window and then the cops found the dick and then they sewed it back on and then that guy got into porno somehow one of the most fantastic stories ever you cannot dismiss that story that is that is absolutely fantastic okay uh, I'm going to take a break because I got to pee. Kenny can eat up his stupid second, that way. And then uh, I have um, a story that's going to piss you off. And uh, also, I have a live cameo to get to. Okay? All coming up. First off, don't forget about my Patreon. Uh, today on the Patreon, what did I want to get to? I had something I wanted to get to. It involved Vince Meal, formerly known as Vince Neal. Vince Meal is uh, getting back to head out on the road with the band. Uh, if you remember, some months ago, it was absolutely awful. Well, we're going to break down what he is doing to try to get into shape. And I don't know if it's going to help his voice. We need, And I have, I have audio of this. I need to play this for you. That comes up on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month. I give you 15 hours of content, sometimes more, per week on my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay? Five or ten bucks a month. Five bucks is all the audio. Ten bucks a month is the audio, video, and the live streams. You will love it. Trust me. If you find yourself, fuck, I don't have enough stuff to listen to, try my Patreon Uh, Put me on probation. Throw five or ten bucks for that month at me. If it sucks, cancel it. You get the rest of that month. If you like it, either let it ride or convert it to a yearly. I'll save you 10%. We are getting ready to announce the next paintball outing. My God, did we have an awesome time with almost 40 people participating at TC Paintball for Paintball War 15? Paintball War 16 will be announced shortly. If you want to schedule your own party, TCPaintballGR.com. Thank you to Rick at TC Paintball. Wednesdays, Little League Day, 5 p.m. Get your kids, show up. You, know, you need more information, go to the website, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, Bennett flooring installation. I think, uh, yeah, I just saw a Twitter post from Jacob. One of you audience members tried to do it yourself. It looked like shit. The guy at Menards said, yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, go ahead and buy the stuff from Menards if you want, but don't install it. Because you're going to ruin everything like you do, and it's going to look like shit, and it's going to cost you more money. Have Jacob install it. Jacob or his cousin Jason. So go ahead and rip out the old shit. Go buy the stuff if you want. Get the room ready. But when it comes to installing it, have Jacob do it. Don't waste your time, okay, and your money. Bennett Flooring Installation. Call or text 616-318-0167. 616-318-0167. Just finished up a great weekend of comedy with Full House Comedy. Locations all around West Michigan. Uh, this week, starting tomorrow, Ryan O'Flanagan is in town. Howard City Lanes tomorrow. Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming right next to Craig's Cruisers on, uh, let's see, that would be Thursday. Friday, he's at Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids and then Saturday at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. Go to any one of these shows. You go to fullhousecomedy.com. Looking down the road. We've got uh, uh, shows coming up next week. Billy Wayne Davis, not to mention Craig Shoemaker, Logan Gunselman, Mick Foley is doing a spoken word show one night only September 30th at the Pyramid Scheme. Man, it's going to be awesome. Thank you to Back Alley Comedy Club. I'm really looking forward to um, Hal Sparks. I want to get him on to see if I can get him to talk about Stuttering John. All right. All that coming up at Back Alley Comedy Club. Kent says, Lowe's and Home. He says, Kent, dropped the E out of you. Says, the first problem is that guy bought flooring from Menard's. Lowe's and Home Depot are garbage too. Well, I'd love to agree with you, Kent. In fact, if only I knew of a local flooring uh, uh, company that um, would love to be on this, that could be on this podcast so that I could um, spread the word about. If you would get your boss off of his fat ass so that I could talk about your business and fucking not ignore my text. I love you. I, I agree. I I want to send everybody I know to you, Kent, but fucking A, man. Uh, My heart's with my family. My balls and my brain are with my business. For fuck's sake, get your boss off of his fat fucking conservative ass and call me so we can get the fucking ball rolling. Jesus, it's so simple. It's fucking four miles away. I drive by it every fucking day. I know everything that needs to know about your business. I know about the, the, the main store. I know about the outlet. Oh, it would be perfect to go with, uh, with Jacob. Ugh. But no. Anyway, bust his balls. Tell him Eric Zane was making fun of you. This is what I do to sponsors who won't return my calls. I fucking humiliate them on the podcast. Get off of your fat ass and call me. Jesus, Darwin, what the hell is wrong with you? Do you not like making money? Kent, this is what you tell him today, because you and I got a tag team on here. Say, Eric Zane was making fun of you because your lack of business acumen for not being on this podcast. Tell him that. Say, he actually was saying silly things about you, about how much you suck, because you're not on the podcast. And then give him a time, say, cue into this spot. This is when he talks about you. Yes. And then maybe I'll be able to get his fat fucking fingers to touch the phone and reply to my fucking texts. Shit. Kent says, I'm on vacation. And uh, so that uh, he won't be able to weigh in. If If you're watching the live stream, you may have noticed that it just got dim around my face the light moved. So (laughs) I think now it's actually perfect. I'm not going to touch it. All right. Where the fuck am I? All right. I got to go pee. I'll be back. I got a live cameo that I'm going to share with you. I love doing these cameos live. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And uh, I've got another story that I want to get to that is going to piss you off. I can promise you that it involves. Remember how like when the pandemic hit, everybody's like, oh my God, we got to give everyone a whole bunch of money. Well, this has resulted in a complete shit show. This is absolutely embarrassing. I'll get into that coming up in just a second. And unemployment has expired for a bunch of these fucking deadbeats who don't want to go to work. I'll be back in a second. Kyle Fade, before I get to that, I uh, was reminded of something that I want to share with you. Uh, some of you, of course, most of you know that uh, I live with my, my, my brother-in-law lives with us. He's 60. Uh, his brain is defective and, uh, in the year plus that he's lived here, uh, the, 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 what do you call it? Uh, hygiene has been an issue after the come to Jesus that my uh, wife gave him this big intervention. You got to start to wash your asshole. He finally started to, but we've been, le- uh, we're being led to believe that that has been dropping off at some point. Uh, he's starting to, um, slip on that you know i mean basically he doesn't do anything watches i'm not kidding you 14 hours of tv every single day so it's not like he's uh sweating incredibly but uh it's still very important that he takes care of himself a it's just incredibly gross b i mean you don't take care of yourself that's how you die and uh that is the last remaining relative that my wife has and as much of a pain in the ass that he is Uh, we don't want him to die for god's sake we want to take care of him so we're kind of like uh, he's a, a little bit of a uh, a little bit disabled so we have to uh, do our part. So that includes uh, busting his balls about taking a shower. By the way, the haircut I gave him, the uh, dermatitis on his head that has led me to describe his head as uh, many many gross descriptors that have uh, made many of you nauseated it is looking much better uh, after I gave him that haircut his scalp Uh, he's been using medicated shampoo and that has been, uh, he's been, it's been helping us. Thank God. I mean, I get a bird's eye view of that fucking thing. So I was like, Hey buddy, your scalp's looking much better. Keep it up. Okay. (laughs) Well, we've been getting to, uh, Diana bought him some, um, things to help him bathe, uh, a, a brush, uh, it's it's a loofah with a handle, okay, so that he can scrub his back. And um, she has uh, uh, become a ball breaker as of late in getting him to do this, wash like that. And uh, that's fantastic because nobody had that. We were always afraid to have to. It was very uncomfortable to have to say something. So, um, she got him like this new soap and this new loofah thing on a stick. So, and she, uh, uh, it's unused while we're up North and uh, she comes back. She goes, Kevy, did you take a shower while we were gone? Oh yeah. Yeah. She goes, uh, well then why didn't you, um, uh, use the, uh, loofah? Oh yeah, I did. She goes, no, you didn't. Um, you're lying to me. It's unused. It's in the same spot that I left it. And he's just staring at her like a kid busted. And she actually said, she goes, yeah, you need to do that. that he goes, yeah, I just, uh, what I do is I, I wash my head with the head and shoulders, and then with the soapy hands from shampoo, then I just rub my body. And she goes, uh, no, no, no. Water and dandruff shampoo on your man tits is not going to do it. Uh, you need to put the uh, body wash on the loofah thing that I bought for you, get it soapy, and scrub all the parts of your body. And then uh, he just, uh, just grunts at her. And uh, I go, all right, well, you want me to get involved because, uh, you know, he won't, I mean, I'll just whip his ass uh, verbally because what I'll do is, I'll, because I said, do you need me to get involved? She says, no, not yet. I'll, I'll determine if he's using that. And if he's not, then yes. So that would involve, hey, buddy, look, you can stay here as long as you want. My house is your house and I don't have rules or anything, but the one thing is you are not going to be gross. You have to do this. So I'm like now to a point where I'm getting pissed. So I'm like crossing my fingers that he doesn't fucking wash his asshole again so that I can say, "Um, so yeah, we're way past the point of asking you nicely. So I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, you do have options for living choices. And Here's what they are. Don't wash your asshole and you won't be in this house. So, if you want to continue to sit there and watch 14 hours of TV a day and do and eat fucking hot pockets and not brush your teeth, uh you're going to have to wash your asshole. So, do we have any questions? Any more about asshole washing because this is where we are right now. We are way beyond, "Hey, do you think maybe you could wash your asshole?" No. Get the fuck up there and go take a bath because I'm not going to have a guy who uh, smells like a fucking a pro wrestler's ball sack after a match with The Undertaker uh, walking around my fucking house. Wash your asshole. Oh, fuck. I have had it with that. Son of a bitch. So uh, keep your fingers crossed that he does not take a bath so that I can give you this, this story. On the podcast. Ugh. Unbelievable. Uh, I see that uh, sick fuck Dean has joined uh, joined the battle. Uh, welcome. Watch your mouth. Sick fuck Dean. His new name no longer known as Boring Dean. Sick fuck Dean for the rest of our days. Okay. So uh, one of the big stories over the weekend was the uh, Biden administration is uh, not extending the unemployment benefits. and uh, Seven million Americans or some stupid number are now without benefits and uh, uh, $300 a week has been eliminated from their income just like that. And uh, Joe Biden has done nothing to extend that. In my opinion, this is the one thing that we can all agree on that is fucking great. It probably went on far too long than it should have. What are these Americans to do now that these unemployment benefits are no longer there? What are they going to do? Uh, Work? maybe could you uh i don't know uh go get a job i've said this before and i'll say it again the last calamity that the united states went through you know the great depression totally different time and i kind of wish we had done this instead of just giving the world money giving uh, all of the united states money here you go just take this money We built the national park system on the backs of lawyers, bankers, doctors, who went belly up during the depression. And what they did was they went to these CCC camps and they planted national forests that are there today. Uh, they created our national park system. They built the Appalachian trail. They, uh, uh, um, uh, paved the, um, all of the uh, roadways through the parks, built roads for years. And our government paid them a certain amount each week, which uh, like 90% of it they had to send home. They were uh, given free food and shelter, which were comprised of tents, and it was hard work. What a fucking brilliant thing. We don't do that now. That would have been. Can you imagine if all the snowflakes that exist in the world today, that uh, the oh my god, the pandemic has hit. We need money. Or we're all out of jobs. All right, yeah, uh, okay. Well, we're gonna have you. Oh, I don't know, uh, uh, repave or rebuild the bridges in every American city, or I don't know what the fuck. I'm sure if you came up with something, you could have figured it out. Uh, but we we did nothing like that. I don't know if we just don't have the uh uh the ability to come up with that type of program. I mean but my god they they came up with it a uh, hundred years ago why couldn't they have done it now you know but no we did a little differently we came up with a very quick way to uh, uh distribute the cash and that takes me on to my next topic uh yes sure uh, all these people that have uh uh, been living off of money from off, off the government, they're going to be less inclined to work because, I mean, basically, if you give somebody free money, why the fuck would they, would they want to work? They're going to they're gonna ride this out as long as they can. But now, thank God, Joe Biden has let that expire. I kind of wish he would have stood up in front of a podium uh and answer questions and when someone says hey yeah how can you possibly let this happen that he would have the balls to say well it's about fucking time i let that happen if these lazy fucks would wake up and go out and get a fucking job perhaps this would uh we wouldn't be in this boat in the first place uh jeff in fact writes uh he uh had to do uh shipped delivering groceries he says uh, it was great for a while the past uh, few months, four to $500 over the weekends, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we live in a great era. I've, I've said this before. You can pick up your phone, and you can give yourself a job, any job. You can watch dogs. You can deliver groceries. You can deliver uh, food. You can deliver fast food. You can be a taxi and drive for Uber, Lyft, or whoever the fuck all on your schedule when you want to work and uh, pick up the slack. And hell, uh, an Uber Eats and shit like that or, or DoorDash, you don't even have to have a, that great of a car. You can be driving a fucking jalopy. Uh, there are, and that's just with your phone. So I don't want to hear anybody say that uh, uh, fucking uh, there are no opportunities. There are so many opportunities. Holy shit, if 18-year-old if Eric... Uh, had this oh my god i uh i went i went and banged on doors and asked people if i could wash their cars for ten dollars while working at a radio station and i'd wash maybe four or five cars a day ten bucks it was fucking great it was hard work but that's what you do Nick says, careful, Eric, work is one of those dirty four-letter words to some people. Yeah, that's how I'll get fucking canceled. So I don't want to hear anything about you fucking pussies who are upset because you're losing free fucking money. Uh, Let's see. Mike says, heard a guy the other day say it's a six-month wait to work for Grubhub. Well, go to the next one. Uh, There's also the eviction moratorium. Well, yeah, you've had time. It's not like this snuck up on you. When the shit started to hit the fan, and when was it? It wasn't, uh, it's been almost a year and a half till it really started to get ugly. It was March in that first year. March of 2020 is when the shit really started to hit the fan. We're August 2021. If you have not adapted by now, You're not an American. You're a fucking loser. Go out and get a job. I'm sick and tired of everybody taking free money and then bitching when it gets taken away. Holy shit. Kyle says, I am upset. I'm upset you said people need to work. Said no one ever. $300 a week plus doing whatever needs to be done to make more fucking mint. It's just looking for a different job while sitting at home. Getting paid seems like too much work. Yeah, the $300 you were getting, that was supposed to buy you time so you could uh, procure uh, a new way to make up for that money. If you have not figured that out yet, you are doing it wrong. So 8.9 million people lose all federal unemployment benefits Monday as the COVID safety net ends. Incredible. Then there's this. So quickly, the U.S. mobilized and started giving out loans to people. And you remember the, uh, the the cases of fraud we heard? And then not only were there the cases of fraud, but there were the uh, small businesses that weren't small businesses, like, you know, uh, Ruth's uh, Chris Steakhouse and the L.A. Lakers uh, getting their hands On checks, and then when the whistle was blown on them, they went, "Oh yeah, we didn't didn't know what happened. It's crazy. The money just showed up. We're going to give it back, though," and which is bullshit because you had to go and fill out all that information online with the SBA, and then you had to click accept. So that's a lie. I did. I've told this story before, and I'm actually very proud of it. That's why I'm telling it for two reasons. A, to give you an idea that I did go through this, and B, I'm proud that I did not fucking accept it. Uh, The SBA, I filled out all the SBA, because I didn't know if anybody was going to buy sponsorships. Turns out they did on the show, which is how I eat. And a short time later, they said, $22,000 is yours if you click yes. Now, come to find out, I ultimately would not have had to pay that money back. And I talked to many people who have similar situations that, yeah, that was free money. And, but I declined it. And I, the reason why is because, A, things were fine. I didn't need it. And, B, um, I, I didn't want to be sidled with a loan. I thought I'd have to pay it back. And so, two too, tiered. It wasn't like I was some fucking noble man doing, uh, helping my fellow man. I didn't want to have to fucking pay that money back. Turns out I wouldn't have had to. So, whatever. Maybe if I'd have known that, I'll be honest with you, I might have taken it. But I didn't. I didn't need it, and uh, I didn't want to have to pay it back, so I turned it down uh, right there. So there was a lot of unscrupulous shit going down with that money, but this new report, this is going to make your blood boil. A new report from a federal watchdog group overseeing the amount of uh, approved corona ri- coronavirus relief funds, which isn't millions, and it's not billions. It is with a T, trillions. Which, when you say trillions, it's important every time to break down that that is 1,000 billions. And 1 billion is 999 and some change. million trillions that was given away, uh, dispersed, of all of those dollars that was given away, Take this fucking money, and we get nothing in return. Not one national park was uh, was even clean. They didn't even do a fucking uh, clean up the park campaign. Nearly 100 billion of the trillions was dispersed in, and consumed and uh, accounted for by fraudulent activity. Think about that. The pandemic response accountability committee establishes part of the $2.2 trillion coronavirus relief bill passed in March of 2020 is responsible for overseeing a combined 5 trillion in pandemic relief funds, which includes the tax, uh, the $300 uh, a month that people would get as benefit that's included in that working with inspectors, general, from several key federal agencies, the committee in its report published just last week identified fraud within programs championed by both parties. This is bipartisan, including those designed to aid small businesses and unemployed individuals. This is an unprecedented amount of money, the report said, and most of the funds were dispersed quickly. These factors put the money at a higher risk of fraud. They it did it so quickly that right away the fraudsters were ahead of them. They figured it out and they got cash and a lot of it. The federal unemployment insurance program provided up to $600 weekly in addition to the state unemployment payout but the report found the program dispersed nearly 87 billion 87 billion in fraudulent unemployment insurance payments after its expiration this month. What? Democrats championed the program holding it up as a necessary safety net for people whose jobs were wiped out by the pandemic but Republicans have long challenged it. And knowing what we know now, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. It does give them, in my opinion, a feather in the hat of Republicans who said, this is why we didn't want to do this shit. We wanted a little bit more of a scrutiny, uh, a little bit more scrutiny looked at at this. We think you may have rushed into this too much, which opened up the door. Hard to argue As you know, I don't fall on one side or the other. But it sure does look like shit here. Hang on. Oh, damn it. Hang on, need water. All right, I'm back. There's more. Though the program technically expires uh, now... It's already been rolled back in many Republican-controlled states. Republican leaders said the program incentivizes people to stay home by, in some cases, paying them more than low-wage jobs. Hard to argue with that. They don't want to work at Chuck's Pizza Joint. They don't want to work because um, the amount that they get in is about what they were making. So they ride this out for as long as they can. And then they're the last of the uh, of the stubborn, who then they have to get out and go and fucking get a job. And God forbid if you're, uh, you know, you have a small business and you get one of these pieces of sh- a lazy shit showing up. I imagine it's going to be an awful time dealing with their pain in the ass fucking attitude when they come into work. Uh, let's see, businesses were also eligible for several types of loans under the massive coronavirus. Okay. Coronavirus relief bills passed by Congress. That's what I was telling you about earlier. Potentially ineligible applicants for economic injury disaster loans, which were given to small businesses that were established before the pandemic and could be used to pay normal business expenses, received $918 million in loan funds. That reduced the total amount of funds available for legitimate businesses. The report detailed problems with the Paycheck Protection Program, a small business COVID-19 relief measure that Republicans strongly advocated for. That program allowed small businesses to receive federal loans that would be forgiven if at least 60% of the borrowed funds were used to keep employees on the payroll. But the watchdog group found issues with representation and fraud. Failure to require the checking of applicants against a list of those ineligible to receive federal loans led to 57,500 loans worth $3.6 billion being issued to potentially ineligible recipients, according to the report. Oh, my God. The pandemic has been a windfall. A windfall in theft with such ease that this has happened. Again, I've said this before. Why are we always found flat-footed? Whether it's Pearl Harbor, nine eleven, leaving Afghanistan, the pandemic, we're always fucking, it seems like, in a glass house or on a razor's edge. And just the weirdest little thing that happens and it's chaos and disarray infrastructure of communities hit by these hurricanes are devastated. Oh, we're not going to have power for another eight months. What the fuck? Put the lines underground. If you have to, I have no idea. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. It just seems to me like we're always one bad thing from all hell breaking loose. This is remarkable. Stimulus checks, several rounds of which went out to Americans in certain income brackets were also not immune to fraud. The watchdog group found that nearly 2.2 million checks worth another 3.5 billion were issued to, wait for it, the dead, dead people. This is also from a left- Leading uh, news source, abcnews.com. Kind of. They don't want to tell you about this, but they are. $3.5 billion in checks were uh, paid to dead people. And of that money, some was returned. Some was returned. Again, $1 billion is $999 billion. I'm sorry. $1 billion is $999 million and some change. And three billion. Five billion was dispersed 72 million was returned we got that voluntarily returned what happened to the rest my god this is sickening i i, I oftentimes wonder the, the the staggering dollar figures that i've heard in the past week like with this story and the one about the cost of war that i talked about oh my god holy shit Jeff says, why is the left being blamed again? Then he says, they didn't distribute the money. No, you're right. I think the left and the right. But I think that, um, I think when you look at it, because we, we have had uh, uh, Joe Biden in office now for a long amount of time. So I think that the blame falls squarely on both sides. It, it has to be. Don't forget, this was a bipartisan thing to some degree. And 60% of Democrats said we have to do it we have to do it and the republicans were saying uh i don't know about that hold off so that's what what i'm referring to remember the quick pace that i talked about that democrats were saying we need to get this money out to people and republicans were shuffling their feet and everybody was like shut up republicans these people need this money it opened up the door to uh all of this fraud so just for clarity that's what i meant by that wow incredible man so if that doesn't make your blood boil, I don't know what does. The bottom line, go to work. All right. It is time for a live, a live cameo. And I love doing these. Too often on Cameo, these people rip people off. Like uh, Vince Meal, he'll charge you $300 to say, hey, have a motley Christmas and a happy crew year and keep on rocking. That was a 12-second cameo he did for some poor slop. Uh, my cameos are very involved. Uh, I don't read them like uh, most of those fucking idiots do. And they only cost 15.99 and uh, they go for as long as I want them to because it takes time to rip you a new asshole. Most of them are roast style. Hang on. Got to get ready. Most of them are roast style, but they don't have to be. They can be fun, they can be for, they can even be for kids. I can keep it PG or G. Uh, workplace um, achievement, school, whatever it may be. Maybe just the kids uh, down in the dumps. Maybe your wife did something fantastic or your husband, whatever it may be. doesn't even have to be a fan of the show. I, I do an amazing job touting people that don't have any idea who the fuck I am. All right, so let's get into this. You might think that this might be, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what my problem is. One of these nice ones. Very, very far from the truth. We go back to flooring. Chad listens to the show. Chad has heard me talk about Bennett flooring installation on the show. Chad is the guy who bought the flooring from Menards. And then the Menards guy said, you buy this and uh, yeah, you can even install it yourself. It's awesome. You're going to have so much fun. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be easy. Well, Jacob Bennett went there and uh, saw the fucked up job that he did and had to do it all over for him. Uh, I'm very thankful that Chad called Jacob Bennett. I'm disappointed that it came down to this. Okay. Time out. Chris, uh, you realize I'm about to do a live cameo here, and you're still talking about politics. If I was doing a live show and you were in the front row and I'm trying to do a cameo and you're talking about politics with Jeff here, uh, I would throw my fucking phone at both of you. So unless you want to consume 300 seconds, this is the time that you let the master work, all right? Because I don't want to be sitting here doing this cameo And you fucking bozos having a conversation amongst yourselves. You realize America's number one podcaster, even more popular than Joe Rogan, is doing his thing right here. I mean, what the hell? Who am I doing this to? Chris says, sorry, I appreciate that. Uh, So there you go. Kenny, again, has to be the center of attention, wants to get involved again because I'm not talking about him. You know what that means. 300 seconds. 300 seconds. Eat it. When you're on a short leash, this is what you get. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Jacob says, this guy tried to install laminate himself. Listen to the Menards flooring guy. guy." Um, A little bit about Chad. Camps up north, rents his duplex to college kids, loves the Eric Zane show. Thank him for supporting. I, I do. I really do. Let's do this. I'm having a terrible time. Live cameo. 2 1 Chad Haskin Pronouns he him Side note, if I ever if I ever have to do a cameo and uh it's for a person named Chad and it says pronouns they them The cameo is just going to be me telling them to fuck off. Chad Haskin, he, him, from Jacob Bennett, he, him. Chad, how many times have I told you on this show that if you do the flooring on your own, you're going to fuck it up? Most people can't do that right. I even went so far as to tell you, idiot, to go ahead and rip up the old shitty shit. Get the room ready, buy the new stuff, and then call Jacob Bennett. That's what I've told you, and I've, I've given you ex- very specific instructions there about how cost-effective it is, and you're not gonna, the job's not going to be done twice. You're going to end up saving money. All I actually wanted you to do was invite Jacob to your house, measure the room, he goes home, he gives you a fucking estimate, and then he sends it to you, and then you have the decision to make, either yay or nay. But when you see how amazingly affordable it is, you go, "Yeah, all right, sounds good." What did you do? No, you didn't do any of that fucking shit because you're an idiot. You go to Menards and you buy the shit. You go home and you're like, "Hey, I didn't do it." And you get your fucking shitty tools that got handed down from your dad or whatever. You're you're not crafty all the while. If there's a woman in your life, she's tapping her foot and rolling her eye, rolling her eyes. She's like, he's not going to get any pussy after he fucks up this fucking uh, flooring. Holy shit, I cannot believe I married her when I went out with this asshole. Or maybe it's your gay lover or something like that who's saying, man, I'm not going to suck Chad's dick tonight because this room looks like shit and he's an asshole. It's all wavy and bumpy. It looks like a really poor deck job. And then you have to call up uh humiliated you have to call up uh uh, uh jacob bennett and say yeah, yeah yeah. i fucked this whole thing up could you come and help me oh god i am so happy that he knocked you out for this he told me this was coming down the pipe so you know let the lesson uh, be learned right there you're absolutely useless I don't know what you do for a living, but you obviously make enough money to at least buy the flooring. So I don't know. You're probably one of these people that collects unemployment, doesn't even have a fucking job. That's in the news right now. We just got done talking about it. So you're a real piece of shit because you didn't call Jacob in the first place. I'm I'm glad you finally called him, but uh, shame on you for not listening to your old pal Eric saying, I know more than you. Okay. Don't do that ever again. Uh, I take it back. When your furnace blows up, try to fix it, okay? And then when the house fills with carbon monoxide and everybody's dead, uh, I'll do a cameo about how much of an asshole you are for killing your family. Fuck you and go fuck yourself. There you go. That pronouns, he, him. That is, that is how you do it. That was fucking harsh. 103. I can't even get behind the I hope your family dies blast. <laughs> Holy shit. That would actually kind of hurt me. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, Kent says, uh, I don't know how he got this info. He did, uh, laminate. That's another huge mistake, he says. I have no idea. Uh, Patriot Nick loved it. Jeff says I need this type of motivational motivational speech in the mornings. Man, that uh, that is almost too much. Man, that was fantastically great. I am glad that I did that. But it it was strong. I mean, the whole I hope your family's dead portion of it is is maybe I'm feeling a moment of weakness, but no fuck it. May I have to pay Eric for these daily affirmations? I would love to. Once a month, Jeff, throw fifteen ninety nine dollars my way, and I will light your liberal ass on fire. Okay? You deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. Not because you're a liberal, but just because you're a piece of shit. All right. We, as you, if you can't tell, the show is winding down. I have the asshole of the day coming up in just a bit, and then an update on my fitness. Big race coming up with Mike Ball. <coughs> oh, my God. I need another cigarette. I'm totally kidding. Here we go. Talking about, um, um, who was it? Who did I just do the cameo for? That guy. Uh, A&E Heated and Cooling, if the furnace breaks down, do not fix that yourself. Have Joe Martinez do it. He would. Uh, Chris, uh, A&E Heated and Cooling, call them or text 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. If you need an after-hour service call, that might cost you a little more, but at least you know it's going to get fixed. Wake his ass up if you have uh, any issue uh, after hours. Otherwise, schedule a cleaning for the furnace system, or have a new furnace installed, whatever you need, new construction, retrofitting the home. It's A and E heating and cooling. They install the number one brand of furnaces and air conditioners. That would be the comfort maker brand. OK? A and E heating and cooling. When it comes to tech, I rely on Blue Frost IT. They are the managed IT service provider for this show. If I have any tech issues with my setup here, they fix it. I don't have to take my equipment anywhere. Odds are they can fix it remotely. Hey, I explained my problem. Alan logs in. He does his thing. It's fixed. Bigger problem, might have to come here. He built me a computer, and uh, I did that. That's called project work. He says, what do you need? What, what, uh, what is the most important thing about your podcast? Uh, what type of, uh, you know, we talk about audio, video, things like that. He builds me a computer from scratch. Boom. He can do that for you, too. For your business, sit down with a compl- uh, complimentary consultation, okay? Uh, for your small or medium-sized business, uh, upgraded tech. OK, you can just tell him what you need and he's going to get the ball rolling on that for you. Don't try to do this all by yourself and think you're buying the right thing. You, you don't know. OK, you need a professional. That's what they do at Blue Frost IT. Voted number one by their peers in West Michigan for IT. OK, they, it's, a, it's an award they give every year. They can't vote for themselves. Blue Frost IT won it this year. Congratulations again. Number one IT tech company in West Michigan. if you need more information for Blue Frost IT. All right? And then there's my man, Mario Flores. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke mortgages. Uh, Van Dyke Mortgage. What is my problem? No matter where you are in the U.S., you can get a a mortgage from Mario, and I highly recommend that if you're going house hunting, okay? The only exceptions are South Carolina, Hawaii, Alaska, and Maine. Maine. Other than that, all of you can get a mortgage from Mario. Whether your credit is great, whether your credit is in the shitter, call Mario, 231-332-6505. Again, all of my sponsors, you can reach them if you go to ericszainshow.com. Click on their logo, and off you go. All right. Okay, I need to really push this hard because I want to see as many donations as I can for the Eric Zane taking on Mike Ball in the Grand Rapids Half Marathon Challenge. Go to the website, atcp.org slash Eric Zane. I'll include it in the comments. And uh, that's where you make a donation. $25 minimum is what you need to make as to who is going to win the, uh, the race, a half marathon. From there, you pick a winner, and by how much, time-wise? Whoever picks the correct winner and is closest to the correct time, okay? Doesn't matter if you go over It's Whoever is closest to the correct time wins first prize and a $300 uh, cash gift card. Second closest, $200. 3rd closest, 100 Okay, that's out of my pocket. I gladly do that because I want to try to get as many people to donate to help fund life-changing research for the AT Kids, the AT Children's Project. Okay, just $25, tax deductible. tax deductible donation is all you have to make. I will give you a little bit of insight. I am training. I am continuing to train despite what that piece of shit Joe Morin keeps saying about me. I did my mile repeat yesterday. Uh, I expect, I I will tell you this. Mike Ball is really going to have to have a rough race to uh, not beat me. He's probably laughing all the way, but I will show up and I will toe the line. My fat ass old bones will be moving out there. I expect a nine-minute mile pace. I will be lucky if I break two hours in this half marathon. I'm that slow. It doesn't matter then. Go ahead and vote for Mike, uh, pick Mike Baldwin. The point is, it's raising money for those kids. And you can win cash, okay? There aren't a ton of people that have uh, signed up to give away, uh, to, uh, to actually be participating in the, uh, in the challenge, in the bet. So, if you've already given your $25 in bet, um, there's a pretty good chance that there's not a ton of people there. You have pretty good odds. Unless, of course, you voted for me. Sorry, Aram. Sorry, Nathan. But who knows? Maybe Michael twists his ankle, or maybe um, there'll be a uh, gigantic six foot five black guy with a stiff dick on the side of the road that Mike will have to wrap his lips around and slow him down. So there you go. Uh, th- th- those are my thoughts on the race. I know that's a lot, a lot of information for you. But the fact of the matter is the point is to raise money for the kids. So if you would go to that website, AT, A is in Apple, T as in Tom, C is in cock, P is in Paul.org slash Eric Zane and give $25 of your hard-earned cash to those kids. 91% of every dollar, 91 cents. Goes towards research. The rest, they got to pay for the handful of people that work on an administrative level to keep that charity going. All right. Asshole of the day. Who's it going to be? What did we talk about? Dog attack up north. It could be Jacqueline's dog, Cece. We had a Facebook fight. People who busted me for calling a guy a dumb white ape. And I am in the, uh, I am in Facebook jail. Maybe I could be the asshole of the the day. Uh, Haskell Garrett, we talked about him, the guy who got shot in the face. I don't know how he would be an asshole. Compound Media carries the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mike Williams is dead. Very, very sad. Dude cuts off his dick and throws it out the window. Unemployment has expired. A lot of unscrupulous people have been stealing money from the federal government with pandemic funds we did a live cameo we talked about how disgusting i am and how slow i will be for that race who is going to be your asshole of the day all you need to know is that it is uh, brought to you of course this time around as always by uh, tc paintball and jm synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com tc paintball at tc paintball get paintball from tc paintball full service pro shop Get anything lubrication-wise, Amsoil products from JM Synthetics. Shop online, see what you want. Call up Jason Mays, 616-747-0233, and buy it. Who is your asshole of the day? Mm. More than likely, I'll have a pissed-off daughter, Cece the dog. Bruce was despondent. He thought he had a girlfriend. His poor little Frenchie face was ruined and upset because of this uh, horrible uh, thing that happened up north at Fear Bunker North. I'm sorry, Jacqueline, but CC the Frenchie gets the asshole of the day. Probably could have been anybody else, but I kind of want to just make it this. All right. shoo. That is a Monday of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to check it out. Again, subscribe to the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts or at EricZaneShow.com. Subscribe on more than one platform. That, I, I get more internet points when you do that. I really appreciate that. Uh, that uh, that uh, helps me. So thank you very much. I'll talk to you folks on uh, Patreon a little bit later on. Have a good one, folks. Till then, bye bye.